I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. We're talking today about arthritis and there's different types of arthritis. In fact, there's over a hundred different types of arthritis, but the two main ones are rheumatoid and osteo. Osteoarthritis is when the bones rub up against each other and the joints wear out. And you can get that in every joint in your body, including your skull. You can get arthritis in your skull. How about that? So that's osteo. And again, that's simply put, it's a, it's a mechanical problem. Rheumatoid is an autoimmune disease when the body attacks itself and starts eating away at the joints and the bones. Uh, both of them are bad, uh, both of them are manageable, and both of them are treatable. Now, I'm not going to say we're going to fix all of them, but in many cases, we get great results. Osteo responds beautifully to chiropractic care in almost every case. Depends how bad it is, of course. And then rheumatoid responds well to chiropractic care along with dietary changes. Now, if it gets bad enough, you may have to consider surgery. Now, surgery to replace your joint uh, with an artificial one may be an option. I prefer that that's your last option. You've tried chiropractic care, you've done the nutrition, you've done at least super greens and essential source and nitric oxide and omega-3 fatty acids to bring down the inflammation, and you've done everything you possibly can. You did it for several months. We're not getting any better. Now we can consider surgery. Now, the thing before I would consider surgery would be uh, you can do PRP. And we're going to have that in our office very shortly. PRP is where we actually spin down, essentially, stem cells out of your own body and put them back in a joint to regrow the joints. And in many cases, that solves the problem before surgery. So that's why we're incorporating PRP into our practice, because we see so many cases uh, of, of arthritis. So surgery is most commonly performed to replace the hips and the knees. Now, got to be careful with this. My mother, I'll tell you a personal story. My mother had, she was overweight her whole life. She had one knee transplant and it worked great. And she was great and she was moving and she was feeling great. So about six years ago, seven years ago, uh, it was 4th of July, I remember, I was out of town. And uh, she was going out to go shopping and she looked down and there was blood on her feet and she didn't know what it was. Um, well, she got concerned. So she went and uh, uh, she had had the knee replacement and one of the knee replacements that she had done uh, was not working properly, caused an infection in her knee. Long story short, nine surgeries in one year. She got an infection in her knee, and this apparently is very common, and the doctor said, well, you know what? Let's just cut the leg off. What? Let's just cut the leg off? That's not an option. It's not like getting a haircut. He said, well, I don't know what else to do for you. And he said, I'm not going to see you anymore. There's nothing else I can do for you. So now she's essentially in a wheelchair. She can barely walk. Her leg is swollen like crazy. Um, and it's unfortunate. So what, when one surgery was extremely successful, the other one was a disaster that ruined her life. So be careful with these surgeries. It's not always fun in games. Now, I'm not saying that surgeries are bad. I think surgery is great in many cases. But just be careful. If your arthritis is so severe, uh, they, surgery is an option. Uh, it, it may be in your fingers or your wrist, the doctor may perform a joint fusion where they just fuse the joint together so it stops moving. In this procedure, the ends of the bones are locked together until they heal and they become one. Well, you lose mobility at that point too. Again, if we can avoid that, I like that. Physical therapy. Physical therapy involves exercises that can help strengthen muscles around the affected joints as a core component of arthritis treatment. Good idea, 
But here's the thing that I think works well with physical therapy, chiropractic care. Physical therapy builds up strong muscles. Now you may be building up strong muscles around crooked bones. I want you building up strong muscles around straight bones. This is why I work very closely with a lot of physical therapists, well, they work with my doctors in my offices, to, to try to get the bones realigned and then the physical therapy as well. So chirocare and physical therapy work very well together, and I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that as a combination, but some people uh, maybe just do one or the other. They may not get the results they want. So what lifestyle changes can you can do? Can you do if you have arthritis? Weight loss. Maintaining a healthy weight reduces the risk of developing osteoarthritis and can reduce the symptoms if you already have them. So no matter how far gone you are, you need to lose the weight. Is it hard? Yes. Is it worth it? Yes. On the website, drjoe.com, we have many shows we've done. You can just type in weight loss into the search bar. We have audios and videos on, on programs that I, I, I support that I created to help you lose weight. So eating a healthy diet is important for weight loss. Choosing a diet with lots of antioxidants, things like fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds and herbs, this can help reduce inflammation. Other inflammation-reducing foods includes, like we said, nuts, omega-3 fatty acids. We mentioned that before. Dr. Joe's vegan omegas are, are, as far as I know, the purest form of omega-3s in the world. Because if you're using a fish oil, you run the risk of contamination. You also run the risk of mercury toxicity. And we do a hair analysis in our office for patients that we suspect that they have a high metal, uh, heavy metal uh, toxicity. And almost everyone comes back with mercury in it. So it's really wild. I just did one yesterday, as a matter of fact, and her mercury levels were off the chart. And she said, where do you think that came from? And I said, well, it can come from several different things. She goes, I love sushi and I love tuna. And I said, tuna is one of the highest mercury containing foods in the world. She said, should I give up my tuna? I said, I would if it was me. But the omega-3, the vegan omega-3s, Dr. Joe's vegan omega-3s are made with algae oil. And algae is the purest form of omega-3s without that risk. Dr. Joe's enzyme support. I give this to people with arthritis as well because enzymes can help break up inflammation. And here's the trick with enzymes. If you take it with food, Dr. Joe's enzyme support, it helps digest that meal. If you take it between meals, what happens then is it can get into the blood system and help with inflammation. So you might want to consider that, and that's on the website too. Turmeric, you've probably heard me talk about turmeric many, many times. In our office, we, have, we use a company called Standard Process for their turmeric. Uh, it's a very pure form. You got to make sure you get the good stuff. Um, so if you want turmeric support, you can go, call the office, ask for Kayla, and she'll go ahead and give you the information about our turmeric. And you got to drink a lot of water. Fluid is the key. Remember, the joints have fluid in them. And if you dehydrate, it's only going to make the problem worse. Foods to minimize or avoid if you have arthritis include what? Dr. Joe's seven deadly sins, including things like alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener, fried foods, processed foods. Uh, again, the meat, you got to cut those meats out, folks. That's so key when it comes to healing. Some research suggests that gluten antibodies present in people with rheumatoid arthritis. So if you have RA, even if you don't have RA, I recommend you stay away from wheat, barley, and rye, which contain this certain type of gluten that can cause an inflammatory reaction. And I tell you, just do it. Do it for two weeks. No wheat, no dairy, zero. Not a bite, not a little bit, nothing. Do it for two weeks and then go back and have wheat and dairy and see how you feel. And the chances are you'll have gas and bloating and your stomach will start gurgling. You might be tired. Uh, you might get crampy, and you'll say, wow, I always felt this way. I had no idea it was something as simple as just giving up wheat and dairy. And that's it. And the cool part is this, that years ago, when I first got weird and started eating right, 30-some-odd years ago, it wasn't as easy. Now, I was in Italy a couple of weeks ago, and I'm walking through Venice, 
and I see gluten-free pizza everywhere. So this is now commonplace. It's not just us crazy people screaming from the rooftops, hey, gluten's bad. Oh, that's a bunch of junk. Everybody's fine with gluten. That's you uh, reactionary folks. No, if I could eat gluten, believe me, I would be eating it. I miss Italian bread. I miss uh, many gnocchis is an Italian dish with potatoes made with wheat. Now, I, I've made them gluten-free. They're okay. They're not as good as they are with wheat. I'm not going to lie to you. But if you do it, remember, you're going to have to suffer from it. Most people will. A gluten-free diet can improve the symptoms and the progression of arthritis. A 2015 study recommends gluten-free diet for all people who receive a diagnosis of undifferentiated connective tissue disease. So everybody should be doing it to this, according to this one study and according to Dr. Joe. We're talking about arthritis today, folks, if you're just tuning in. Regular exercise is going to keep your joints flexible. You can't run, swim. Swimming is often a good form of exercise for people with arthritis because it doesn't put pressure on the joints and uh, it's it, the, the way running and walking will. And if you can't swim, just walk in the water. That's going to take the stress off your joints. Staying active is important. But you should also be sure to rest and not overexert yourself. So you got to get that, we call it the Goldilocks zone, that perfect place in there. Uh, At-home exercise you can try. Head tilt, neck rotation, just moving the joints around. And other exercises, that might relieve neck pain. But again, chiropractic care undoubtedly is by far the most effective for, for this type of pain. Uh, finger bends, thumb bends, you can do that. If your fingers are stuck, you can squeeze a, a ball. But again, chiropractically, we can adjust the joints. So if you have a joint that hurts, let's put it back in place. You're going to find that the physical therapy and the exercises work a lot better. Strengthening the muscles, leg raisers, hamstring stretches, uh, other easy exercises for knee arthritis. Uh, what what's, we're looking for is uh, getting the joints strong. So what's the long-term outlook for people with arthritis? I got it. What do I do now? Well, there's no cure. Like I said, with chiropractic care, sometimes we see the joints start to come back a little bit. The right treatment can greatly reduce your symptoms and prevent it from getting worse. In addition to treatments that we might recommend, you can make a number of lifestyle changes that can help manage your arthritis as well. So, so what we want to do is we want to talk about different lifestyle changes. Food is going to be a key here. You have to make sure you're eating the right food. And all the studies I've read clearly show that a plant-based diet is the best thing you can do for any type of chronic pain patient. Now, if you've ever been to a hospital or a senior housing and you see what they're feeding most of these people, my heart breaks and I want to scream at the same time. I go nuts. Because I'm looking at what they're feeding these people. Highly inflammatory foods, white bread, milk, coffee, sugar, artificial sweetener, ice cream. Every one of those things is going to make the problem substantially worse. In fact, right now, uh, we're in negotiations with a very large senior housing group. They have, I think, 118 uh, units around the country. And they're talking with us to maybe have us redesign their entire menu for all their units around the country. I hope that we can do this. I hope it's going to happen because it's going to be groundbreaking when it comes to senior health care. And eventually, I'm going to be a senior. So I want to make sure I'm getting good health care. So if I can do it now for myself, it'll be interesting that perhaps the work we're doing now, years from now, I personally benefit from. You're going to benefit from it as well. And we can actually change the healthcare system because we're going to show them how to do it for the same or less money with better results. So you're going to pay the same amount of money. They're going to make the same more profits and people are going to be less likely to get sick or certainly more manageable is, is ultimately the goal. It's quality of life at, at many points uh, when it comes to seniors. So how can a vegan diet help? A plant-based diet. A vegan diet has been shown to be able to improve the health of rheumatoid arthritis sufferers and reduce the pain and stiffness of joints. I've talked about this probably every show I've ever done. Research reveals that people suffering from rheumatoid arthritis 
have inflammation of the intestinal tract, remember wheat and dairy, resulting in increased permeability of the gut wall. Leaky gut syndrome, I talked about this for 30 plus years. The increased intestinal permeability to farm proteins from food, bacteria, fecal matter can pass into the bloodstream and cause an immune reaction that can harm the joint lining. Again, we gotta bring the immune system down, not get it more activated. And if you have this leaky gut, big chunks of protein, bacteria, fecal matter get absorbed into the blood system, the immune system starts attacking them, and the immune system goes crazy, and that can cause inflammation. Several research teams have studied the impact of vegan and vegetarian diets on patients with rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, all the way back 1999, tested the effect of fasting for seven to 10 days, followed by three and a half months of individually adjusted gluten-free vegan diets for the next nine months. First, we fasted them. What happens is your digestive enzymes are always breaking down food. When you stop putting food in the body, the enzymes now can start attacking the inflammation. That's why I say I recommend people take Dr. Joe's uh, digestive enzymes between meals if they have an inflammatory reaction, and that can help bring down the inflammation. So they put them on a, a fasted them first, get the di digestive system calmed down. Then they put them on a plant-based diet for nine months, consuming individually adjusted diets for the person. Compared to the control group of, of rheumatoid arthritis patients who didn't change their diet, the diet change group improved significantly. The level of amount, uh, the, the level of, of improvement varied, uh, but based on the results, the vegan diet recommended as part of an RA treatment is, was now, hopefully it would make commonplace. 2001, reviewed all the available studies with similar design and reached the same conclusion that vegan diet is more effective than even a vegetarian diet, which might allow some eggs or some milk. So plant-based. 2000, studies affect raw vegan diet on patients with RA. These patients volunteered to follow a diet of berries, fruits, vegetables, roots, nuts, and germinated seeds along with sprouts for three months. Their intake of antioxidants, fiber, and fiber and health protective phytochemicals increased significantly. They help bring down inflammation. In both studies, the rheumatoid arthritis patients who followed the diet for at least two months reported significant uh, reduction in their pain, joint stiffness, and swelling. But once they returned back to their omnivorous diet, the symptoms got worse again. How can I make it any simpler for you? The studies are clear. Cut out the alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. Eat more fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, and you see improvement. I don't know how to make that any clearer. And every day, for 30 plus years, 35 years, I battle with patients, with friends, colleagues, family, and saying, here's, do it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. So what? I'm wrong. Well, I can never do that, Dr. Joe. That's hard. What's harder? Being in severe pain or just changing your diet? And again, if you don't like it, go back to your old diet, as they did, these people in these studies did, and the pain got worse. Diets in the studies that we just talked about also led to dramatic positive it changes in the intestinal bacteria. That's the bacteria in your colon. That's where 80% of your immune system is. The bacteria species that thrive on plant-based foods are those that can uh, significantly reduce inflammation. So if you're eating a plant-based diet, the bacteria in your colon changes. I've talked about this before in the past, where they're actually doing studies, and it works, where they do a fecal transplant. They take fecal matter out of plant-based people's colons because it's a different type of bacteria, and they implant it in people that are meat eaters or have a bad diet, people that are overweight, trying to recolonate their colon with healthy bacteria. And it seems to work. Well, that's a little extreme to me. I don't really want a fecal transplant in my life. However, if I just change my diet, my bacteria will change to be plant-based bacteria type uh, uh, anti-inflammatory uh, components that work so well. 
So it's not hard, folks. It's easy. And this is why I always say Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source should be the minimum supplements you take every day because that's the minimum amount of nutrients you need. It's all plant-based. We have prebiotics, probiotics that feeds the good bacteria in the colon. It is good bacteria. It's anti-inflammatory. It has digestive enzymes in it. It's a complete multivitamin. It's, uh, it has the omega-3 fatty acids in it to help reduce inflammation. So I couldn't imagine a day going by without Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. I carry it with me everywhere I go. Anywhere in the world I travel, I'm taking it with me. It's a powder. They're two powders. They're green, so you don't get suspected at the airport that it's something weird. And they taste great. I just shake it up with coconut milk, almond milk, water. Some people are fine with that. Unbelievable results. I can't imagine why you wouldn't do it. It's the cheapest insurance policy you'll ever buy. The bacteria, back to the bacteria. I'm sorry, I got uh, lost there. Bacteria promoted by meat-based diets and fatty diets can increase inflammation through toxic byproducts of their metabolism. The bacteria put off waste products that cause inflammation. The, the study authors remarked that the greater the change in the gut microflora was, the better the patient's health was. I know how to make it any easier for you. Another review. Agreed that antioxidant-rich rich diet can improve arthritis symptoms and can help prevent the condition from developing. However, it's the overall diet that matters, and the study highlighted that fruits and vegetable consumption is more important than uh, just changing one or two things or just going vegetarian. So that's why you want to get those fruits and vegetables into the body. And then we add the super greens, the essential source, the nitric oxide, the omega-3 fatty acids, minimum for an inflammatory or pain patient, and then the enzymes too. And I do a lot of pain. I'm the only chiropractor in the state board certified in pain management. So I see a lot of pain patients. Another, another study in 2001, the effects of gluten-free vegan diet in an effort to eliminate gluten as a potential irritant. Uh, they found people with RA uh, sufferers. They put them on fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, basically the same thing. And what happened was amazing results. So those who were following uh, the usual omnivorous diet didn't get the results. The people that ate the good diets saw amazing results. They saw it in blood work. They saw it in antibodies. They saw it in inflammatory reaction. Uh, so they saw it everywhere. Uh, another one, researchers enlisted re uh, rheumatoid arthritis sufferers to a uh, moderate to severe uh, who previously didn't follow a vegan diet. Once again, they got amazing results. I mean, there's study after study after study. I don't want to bore you with a bunch of studies. But if we keep looking at the research that's out there, uh, it's incredible. And we know that when we start eating the right foods that we see some dramatic changes. And you've got to give up that gluten and you've got to give up the dairy. So studies find evidence of connection between arthritis flare-ups and weather conditions. Anybody have this? Barometric pressure is moving in. It's a low pressure system. I'm going to start hurting. How do you know when a storm is coming? I know it because my knee hurts. Well, you know what? It turns out this is true. Your joints ache because you, 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 you don't feel like walking. You don't feel like uh, uh, talking to people because you just it's a low pressure system. So what happens is this. I used to date a girl who's a meteorologist. And your body has a pressure inside it. And there's pressure outside. And the pressures are about equal, okay? And, and, and at atm and one, zero at one atmosphere or zero atmosphere, at sea level, everything's equal. As you dive, I'm a scuba diver. So as you start to dive, the pressure increases. And you can only go down so far because it, too much, the water would actually crush you. If you go up higher, the pressure decreases. And so if the pressure outside your body is less, your body actually expands. And as the body expands, it can affect the joints. So arthritis pain is worse when the barometric pressure falls, when there's lower barometric pressure. People might have headaches. And a lot of people come to me and say, Dr. Joe, I just don't feel good today. Um, like the song, was it The Carpenters, Rainy Days and Mondays Always Get Me Down. Yeah, well, rainy days can get you down, Karen Carpenter and Richard Carpenter, because the barometric pressure changes. And the lower pressure system is going to create some problems there. So 
it's, 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 it's real. Uh, in fact, uh, whether a flare up, uh, it, it's, it's everywhere. And so if, you're, if your patients are saying this, uh, you can now be vindicated. A few recent scientific studies have begun to offer some mild support for what patients and physicians have reported for decades. Weather may indeed be a factor in arthritis pain. And the reason is because your body has pressure in it, it expands, it irritates these special nerve fibers in the joints, and it hurts. But you can also get depressed. So sunlight's really important. If I have time today, I want to cover, well, let me cover vitamin D right now. I can cover it again later. You have to have normal vitamin D levels. We have seen so many studies done on arthritic patients and vitamin D, and you have to get that vitamin D up. Now, if you listen to our show last week, we talked about colds and flu. And vitamin D has been uh, put neck and neck with flu shot, and in some cases wins. It's more effective in preventing the flu than the flu shot. Now, if you take the flu shot or not, that's totally up to you, but just telling you what the research shows. Now, in this show today, we're talking about vitamin D and pain. And that's why as a pain management expert, chiropractic care, change your diet, fix the digestive system, get the enzyme levels up, really is amazing how well patients do when they make these little changes. So what researchers did, back to pain, they tracked pain levels of hip arthritis sufferers over the course of two years, and then they went back and matched their symptoms against the daily weather records. They didn't tell them they were doing this. And what they found was that the participants' aches and pains were indeed a little worse and the joints a bit more stiff when humidity and barometric pressure levels rose. Although the changes were certainly not dramatic, it was real. So it's theorized that the barometric pressure falls like that before a storm, the pressure inside your joint changes, and the nerve endings start to fire off. So it's not uncommon to see these problems. And I see it all the time with my patients, and you may see it too. So now you may start to realize that you're having these problems, and now you can put it all together. Well, gosh, Dr. Joe was right. What can I do about that? But once again, chiropractic care works very well. Um, you can do chiropractic care. You can get an anti-inflammatory diet going on. You can get the nitric oxide to increase circulation. Uh, get on some good anti-inflammatory foods like fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. So it's, it, it really does work. Even the Weather Channel. They provide a map that's called the Aches and Pains Index. And, the forecast, and that, what that does, that forecast how severe your pain is going to be in a, any given day. And now also, some scientists, I'll be devil's advocate for a second, if you're a highly susceptible person, perhaps you should avoid looking at the map because you might say, oh my gosh, I'm going to start hurting today, and you can. So there is that psychosomatic effect that can happen. So due to the fact that both osteo and rheumatoid, I'm running out of time, I've got to cover everything quickly here, are inflammatory, um, they share certain common modalities. The anti-inflammatory drugs, such as non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, analgesics, uh, uh, they usually are used for both types of arthritis because, again, they're both inflammatory. If I sprain my ankle, there's an inflammatory reaction. If I have neck injury, car accident, sports injury, if I have pain in my back, there's an inflammatory component. So anti-inflammatories can work for both osteo and rheumatoid, but they're not getting to the cause of the problem. I have no problem with you taking medications if you're in pain, but I want to get to the cause of it so hopefully you won't need the medications later on. The problem with the drug approach is that regular chronic use of arthritis drugs can result in liver or kidney damage. Use of analgesics is, very com is a common cause of kidney damage in the United States. Uh, acetaminophen is actually the number one cause of acute kidney failure. How about that? A liver failure, I'm sorry, not kidney. Um, and we see that a lot. Uh, pain control is an important aspect of rheumatoid arthritis, but you gotta stop causing it. You gotta stop doing things that are cause the inflammation and then trying to take medications to fight the inflammation. It doesn't make sense. The approach we use in many cases doesn't make sense to me. And I'm okay with it if the doctors don't know any better. But that's why so many doctors and, and hospitals listen to these shows 
because they say, oh, that's an interesting approach we've never thought of. Let's stop giving our arthritis patients inflammatory foods. And maybe then the medication is going to work better. Maybe then the chiropractic is going to work better. Maybe then the surgery is going to work better. So because of the severity, rheumatoid arthritis is often treated aggressively with some of the most dangerous drugs on the market. And I know when you're in pain, you'll do anything. I'm a pain patient. I understand what it's like. So uh, you want to be, be careful about what you're putting in your body. So once again, to wrap it up, rheumatoid and osteoarthritis. Uh, osteo is a mechanical. Bones are out of place. That causes an inflammatory reaction. The joints wear out. Uh, rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disease. Again, there's over 100 different types of arthritis. Those are the general categories. Get on a good diet. Cut out the alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweeteners. Stop eating the foods that cause inflammation. Get on anti-inflammatory supplements. Dr. Joe's Super Greens. Minimum supplements everybody should be taking. Omega-3 fatty acids for inflammation. Uh, I use that sometimes with chronic pain patients as well. Digestive enzymes between meals to get into the inflammatory, uh, get into the joints. Nitric oxide to increase circulation. But folks, stop suffering needlessly. If you have pain, if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, you've ever been in a car accident ever, if the car was damaged, you were damaged, all those things, you need to come see us. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge, soon to be in West Cobb. We want to be your doctors. And I know this show goes all over the world. We can always do telemedicine if we need to. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. The website, drjoe.com. Lots of information there, including podcasts. Tell your friends about the show. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app.